Welcome to Kelly Dry's Full Spectrum Podcast, bringing together thought leaders in the technology, media, and telecommunications industries to discuss legal issues that are expected to impact today's organizations and tomorrow's marketplace. Show notes and additional episodes are available at kellydryfullspectrum.com. For more in-depth commentary, head to our blog at comlawmonitor.com. This podcast is produced by the Kelly Dry Communications Practice Group. Hello, this is Tom Cohen uh, from Kelly Dry and the Communications Practice Group. And as we do every month, uh, we are going to review the recent FCC open meeting, which occurred just a few days ago on November 15th. Uh, this meeting contained a number of items. We're not going to go through all of them, but it did contain a major decision. Uh, and that was the adoption of rules to prevent digital discrimination. Now, this uh, order, and it is a further notice of rulemaking as well, was uh, compelled by the uh, Infrastructure Act that was passed two years ago. And amongst the other things in this act, which included uh, giving money for uh, broadband availability, prominently the Broadband Equity Access and Deployment Program, and money for the Affordable Connectivity Program, uh, that major adoption program. At the end of uh, the communications provisions of that statute, uh, Congress included a provision, Section 60506, on digital discrimination. And it's a very brief uh, statute uh, on digital discrimination uh, containing five sections. The first section is a statement of policy uh, the policy of the United States, insofar as technically and economically feasible, subscribers should benefit from equal access to broadband internet access service within the service area of a provider of such service. That's subsection A. Uh, subsection B is the commission within two years of enactment of the Infrastructure Act is uh, directed to adopt rules to facilitate equal access to broadband service, taking into account the issues of technical and economic feasibility, uh, including by preventing digital discrimination of access based on income level, race, ethnicity, color, religion, or national origin and identifying necessary steps for the commission to take to eliminate discrimination described uh, above. Uh, section, subsection C, uh, the commission and the attorney general shall ensure that federal policies promote equal access to robust broadband internet access service by prohibiting deployment discrimination based on the income level of the area, the predominant race or ethnicity, 
and other factors the commission deems uh, relevant. Uh, subsection D is the commission shall develop model policies and practices that can be adopted by states and localities to ensure that broadband service providers do not engage in digital discrimination. And the final section E is about complaints and the commission shall revise its public complaint process to accept complaints from consumers or other members of the public that relate to digital discrimination. That's the uh, beginning and end of the statute, relatively brief. Uh, and uh, this was passed like other provisions uh, of the Infrastructure Act without hearings, uh, without a markup or report. So there's not a lot of congressional history really here. Uh, there is no prior bill like this that was worked over. This was passed and given to the FCC. And so uh, the FCC, uh, some 18 months ago, uh, began the process of trying to adopt rules. They first issued a notice of inquiry. And then uh, about nine or so months ago, they issued a uh, notice of proposed rulemaking seeking comment on it. And the comments were quite divergent uh, between uh, the broadband service providers uh, and the uh, proponents of uh, examining digital discrimination in uh, depth and believe that there was extensive digital discrimination uh, in the marketplace. Uh, the FCC uh, some four weeks ago put out a draft order uh, and it is quite an extensive draft order uh, that was put out uh, and it runs almost 100 pages and some 200 paragraphs. Uh, and the order, uh, the draft that came out uh, was controversial uh, and it adopted the views of those who think uh, digital discrimination is extensive uh, and not the views of the broadband service providers. Uh, and then uh, this past week on November 15, the FCC voted by three to two, three Democrats in favor, two Republicans opposed to adopt uh, the proposed digital discrimination rules in the draft uh, by and large. Uh, and that's important to note. We are doing this podcast without seeing the final order and final rules. Uh, we believe they will be substantially similar to what was in the draft, uh, but uh, we know that uh, the FCC was making revisions uh, principally in response to the comments that uh, were brought forward by the broadband service providers since the uh, draft came out. And so we know it's in the draft. We also have seen the statements of the commissioners from the meeting 
and can get a sense also of what's in the order. So again, what we're saying today is our, in a sense, best guess uh, of what's going on. Uh, and because of the importance, we wanted to get to the, this to you right away. So let's go through uh, what we uh, believe to be uh, in the uh, final order. Uh, as I said before, uh, the heart of this statute right at the beginning is the statement of policy. And Congress directed the FCC to adopt rules that facilitate equal access to broadband internet access service. Again, taking into account issues of technical and economic feasibility, uh, including by preventing uh, and eliminating uh, digital discrimination based on income level, race, ethnicity, color, religion, or national origin. Uh, each of these words are important and the FCC unpacks them in the draft order. Uh, for instance, what does it mean uh, to uh, account for technical and economic feasibility? Uh, and what about the categories of uh, individuals that are intended to be protected by this statute, uh, as well as what is meant by uh, uh, facilitate equal access uh, to uh, broadband service uh, in terms of uh, preventing digital discrimination uh, based on access uh, versus uh, in subsection C, uh, promoting deployment, uh, prohibiting, excuse me, deployment discrimination. Two different terms. So there's a lots of different words used in the statute. Uh, but the FCC uh, decided to meet, mediate those words and uh, adopt an order, as I said, that is quite far reaching. Uh, let me go through the major elements of the FCC's uh, draft order and what we think is in the final. First, the FCC defines digital discrimination to include not only conduct that is intentionally discriminatory based on race, race ethnicity, or other characteristics listed in the statute, but also conduct that has a dis differential impact on consumers' ability to access broadband based on such characteristics. That is known as a disparate impact standard or one with effect. Second, any act or omission by a broadband service provider or other covered entities. Uh, the draft order actually goes to entities like uh, contractors that broadband service providers may use or municipalities, it's uh, quite extensive in terms of how far it sweeps. Uh, a lot of those groups, uh, including building owners, apartment owners came in and protested uh, to the FCC, uh, but uh, the FCC may have changed, but that was what, what was in the draft. So any act or omission by a covered entity that creates a disparity in vir virtually any aspect of the provision of broadband service, including deployment, network upgrades, pricing, network reliability, and customer service wait times, 
may potentially constitute digital discrimination. And the FCC will examine this and assess potential violations on a case-by-case -case basis. Third, while broadband service providers may defend against digital discrimination complaints on grounds of technical and economic feasibility, the FCC places the burden on the broadband service provider and may require it to prove that less discriminatory alternatives were not reasonably available. And fourth, the FCC may assess heavy penalties, including monetary forfeitures for violations of the rules. Now, I said earlier, this was not only a report and order, it was a notice of proposed rulemaking, a further notice. And there are two major issues the FCC is seeking comment on uh, where it is uh, uh, introduced some new proposals. First, uh, it proposes that broadband service providers submit annual reports that facilitate greater transparency regarding substantial broadband projects they recently completed, and they should adopt internal compliance programs requiring periodic evaluation of the demographics of communities served and not served by such reasonably, recently completed projects, as well as pending and planned substantial projects. Now, we know also from Commissioner Stark's uh, statement that uh, there will be uh, a proposal on establishing an Office of Civil Rights inside the FCC. Um, so in sum, uh, the FCC's approach to implementing this new section, section 60506, uh, does expand the provision substantially. Uh, it puts the FCC uh, in the position of, in a sense, looking under uh, the covers of the planning process of broadband service providers. And while they may have legitimate goals, do they uh, infringe on this statute? Um, so overall, uh, this is a controversial decision uh, we expect uh, it will be uh, taken to court uh, by the broadband service providers and others. Uh, and so there is lots more to come on this issue. The views and ideas expressed on this program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of Kelly Dry and Warren LLP, its staff, or management.